This is the third time this year you've been sent to the office. We need to find a better outlet. Maybe I could if you'd let me go out for sports. Honey, you know why we can't do that. I promise I'll slow up. I'll only be the best by a tiny bit. You are an incredibly competitive boy and a bit of a show-off. You always say, do your best, but you don't really mean it. Why can't I do the best that I can do? Dad always said our powers are nothing to be ashamed of. Our powers made us special. Everyone's special, Dash. Which is another way of saying no one is. And I think Dash is great. That's from The Incredibles. If you haven't seen it, it's a treat. What about this idea of granting the undeserved and the unearned? Everybody's equal. No one's better than anyone else. <clears throat> Excuse me. And yet, if you look at your own siblings, you might put in more effort than your siblings at something, and you deserve credit for that. They they had the same opportunity, and they didn't take the advantage of it. You may be better at work, or you may be worse at work than someone else, and that other person deserves the merit pay, not everybody. What drives that type of behavior where everyone is special, everyone's got something unique, we're all good? Believe it or not, it's envy. People are envious of excellence, and they try to pull you down by making people who are not your equivalent look like your equivalent. And there is some legitimacy when you say that, you know, blonde hair and brown hair, it's all, what's the difference? But when you get into the area of the chosen, not the non-chosen, hair, well, I guess hair color these days is chosen too, but the non-chosen, things that, I mean, the, the, the chosen, things that you face alternatives with, you know, whether you develop a career or not, or whether you have a good relationship and take care of it and go get help if you need it, uh, or not just rest or stagnate or let the relationship deteriorate, you deserve credit for the good things that you do in your life. And so you, instead of the, being motivated by envy, you want to be motivated by excellence. You want people to excel because they're your, they're your beacons. They're the people that you look at, that you model yourself after. They're your heroes in your life. So hopefully The Incredibles did some good work in turning around that everyone is equal, we're all the same, and, and all the siblings are the same, and everyone in this class is the same, and it gets rid of some of that nonsense. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and you're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness, and this show is for you. That means you can pick up the phone right now and give me a call on any question that you would want to ask a counselor or a therapist. I'm a clinical psychologist, and my number is, take this down, toll-free, one 877 Dr. Kenner. That's toll free. 1-877-DR-K-E-N-N-E-R. And even though it's not therapy, if you need therapy, you want to get that. I'll I hopefully can put a new spin on a problem that you're having. And that's also our after hours line. You can leave me a message anytime on our after hours line and we'll answer it on the air. And right now I want to turn to our after hours line. My boyfriend and I have had a bird for eight months. It was a little cockatiel. Uh, about seven weeks ago, it got loose, and it flew away. Since then, my boyfriend has been very, very depressed. Um, he says I'm being insensitive uh, about the whole deal, but it seems like his depression is excessive since this has been going on seven weeks. Um, I would very much like to have the doctor's opinion, if I may. 
Okay, so your boyfriend, the two of you got a bird together, and sadly, the bird flew away. Now, that could mess somebody up for a day or two, when you might have some thoughts about it later on. It's not quite like a person dying, but what would be the cause of it being so significant to your boyfriend? Two things come to my mind. One is that it dovetails with some personal issues in his life very deeply. It's not the bird, but it's the file folder in his mind that the bird opened. When he lost the bird, it's reminiscent of other big, much more major losses in his life. Maybe the loss of a parent at a very young age. Maybe the loss of a best friend if he had to move across country suddenly. But there's some content that it's dovetailing with. And he may not feel ready or may not even be fully aware of what it is that's bothering him. Because sometimes it just hits you emotionally. But he needs to do the introspective work. You can't force him to do that, but he needs to sit down and to say, what is bothering me and why? What does it remind me of? Why is this so sad? So that's one, one line that he can follow is, what is the subconscious meaning? What stuff in his past, what does it remind him of? Maybe he's thinking that, well, if I could lose the bird, I could lose my own life, or I could lose a child that we have. Maybe I'd never be good as a dad, and it makes him very sad. The second issue is maybe it has nothing to do with that. Maybe it has to do with relationship issues. If he got very sad initially that the bird was gone and you said, don't be a baby, I'll buy you a new one, you can get over it, guess what will happen to his mood? He will get even more sad. But the sadness is no longer the bird, even though that might be the, the surface meaning of it. The sadness is that he feels that his love, the woman who may become his wife, his girlfriend for many years, doesn't understand him, won't listen to him. And then the more that he deepens in his depression, the more you might harp on him and just start to say, that you're really acting like a baby. Come on, grow up. You know, this is ridiculous. I, I'm not going to put up with this. You think I'm going to live with this? You know, if this bothers you, I can imagine what else is going to bother you. And he doesn't want to hear the harangues. If you had instead said, and I'm not saying you did say this, but imagining that you did, if you had instead said, you know, honey, it's really sad to lose the bird and it may take a week or so to get over it and maybe even longer and let's just work together on this. He would have felt visible and loved by you and the loss of the bird may not have been anywhere near as traumatic. So it could be either dovetailing with the loss or the relationship issue or both. What he needs to do is to introspect and ask himself what he's saying to himself. If he's saying, I can't deal with another loss, then it's a loss issue, if, and it may even be the relationship loss. If he's saying, I can't deal with her, meaning you, then it's an it, issue between you and your boyfriend. And I hope that helps. And coming up, we've got a lot on the agenda today. Imagine that you're a blonde. You're known as the blonde with a huge chest. And yes, sadly, it's true. You look at yourself in the mirror, and your breasts are a 36D plus and they take up 45% 40% of your front side and when you're doing weight training at the gym your ugly squish cleavage is so obvious that you want to put your hands over it and you wear clothes to reduce the jiggle factor your female friends say they're jealous of you and your male friends of course say that you're beautiful how can you make peace with your body shape and I'll help that listener coming up and also, a grandmother asks, she buys her darling seven-year-old granddaughter 
of Barbie doll. She opens up the box all excited. This is the granddaughter Amy and she bites off Bobby's hands. You recoil as the grandmother. She, why is she doing this? Why? And the mother doesn't do anything about it, even though the mother's a teacher for children with behavioral problems. Why, why, why? You don't have answers. I'll help this grandmother coming up, and we have even more. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance. The Serious Romance Guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. Another emotion that is important to understand and to detect both in yourself and any potential romantic partner is envy. Envy involves resentment of and or the desire for objects or qualities possessed by another. Jealousy is similar in meaning. In the best sense of these terms, they refer simply to wishing that one had what another has. In the worst sense, they refer to wanting the destruction of another person's values, including virtues of character virtues and values which one lacks. If I can't have X, then nobody should have it. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.